0: I'm the Scat Man, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. The North London Derby is back, and Lampard faces Bealser again. It's Friday the 4th of December. I'm Marcus Speller.
1: I'm the Scatman, <laughs> And I'm Jim Campbell. <laughs> Two Scat out of three. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm happily leaving you... To you, little
2: You've done I think he's on the Scat Man before quite recently.
1: Anniversary of his death yesterday. Oh was it? Yeah, Fair yeah. enough. There's always a reason. Okay, Jim. Well, I'm not Still not to... the Scat Man? No, no, I'm look, <laughs> no, what you what you're into is what you're into. I'm not gonna judge as long as no one else is getting it's just not for me.
2: Ba 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 da ba ba ba.
1: That isn't that the Queen song?
2: Scabba <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. It's going kind to of mix mixes into either. People don't Respect the follow-up single, Scatman's World. In oh, Scatman's World was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's back on back in the room. It we was, can start the show. Scatman John. Was, it
1: was it was uplifting, wasn't it? Because yeah. you think someone like Scatman John, it, you think he's only going to be a one-trick pony. Because how? Where <laughs> else do you take that? But you know, uh, the the initial so- song has got a bit of a brooding darkness to it. The second one, uplifting. Mm. Yeah, don't see it coming.
2: Um, apologies to everyone under the age of thirty listening to <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah,
1: because if you don't know who that is, then that mm-hmm. name is. Possibly going to throw you, yeah, yeah. And actually, you've
2: missed out on a huge part of popular culture Look, yeah, exactly. for being too young. He's, exactly, he's
0: somewhere with Ebenezer Good right now. Is all I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Uh, we had a bit of Europa League action last night, didn't we? Mm. Wins uh, for uh, for Arsenal, and who else was uh Rangers? I was just thinking of the British sides. I was about to say wins for Arsenal and Spurs, but of course, Spurs did new. They were pegged back. They, uh, it was a, it was a last minute goal, if you will, like that. Yeah, good. very good, mate. I do yeah, um, but. A little word on Rangers. They beat Standard age 3 3-2. 23 games unbeaten this season He's done great guns 18 mm. clean sheets Yeah They've conceded a few goals In the Europa League And it's also
2: it? It's interesting Because it's going so well For Celtic as well
0: So <laughs> I know And I know that, that, that city's very united they like to uh, Encourage each other <laughs> yeah. to Drag each other well, That's up. what Jim said That is what Jim <laughs> yeah. said um,
2: Can I can I spare A, a, a quick thought For um, Scotty Arfield No I'm going to take
0: it away From Rangers Marcus Oh well I was just going to say The Wigfield chant the Oh yeah, song. yeah yeah We yeah. found out Many yeah. of you tweeted in And said we that did. is uh, mm-hmm. Da da so, Daddy Dum. Wait, I, Jim.
1: Scotty R. That's what it is. That's where it comes Two from. Two things on that. <laughs> Apparently, Lindisfarne, who were responsible for Fog on the Tine, yeah. yeah. tried to sue Wigfield. For Saturday Night being a rip-off of Fog on the Time. which f- is a reach, isn't it?
2: Yeah, why are you saying Wigfield? What's she reach?
1: done? And a friend of mine once pointed out Leave that out there is I a know. background sound in Saturday Night by Wigfield. We sort of, <laughs> it kind of goes doink 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 the whole yeah. way through it, and he said it sounds like a goose in a Mega Drive, and, <laughs> and you, I, can't, I, un-hear you it. can't unhear it. So. Why are we talking
2: about Wigfield? I don't know. Oh, why why are we talking about it? Rangers? Well, <laughs> well, because they won in the Europa League, Jim. <laughs> yeah.
1: They've
0: been very impressive, and you uh should give Stephen Gerald a bit of credit.
2: Can I perhaps bring for the Table that the Lask manager has the best name in football go on Dominic Thalhammer
0: nice it's pretty strong that. it's a great name mm. mm-hmm.
2: Dominic Thalhammer
0: well when Moyes is done with West Ham which might not be for many years the way he's playing yeah. get him in there yeah
2: I see that yeah. it certainly
0: works <laughs> it work. um, but the big news of course other than Arsenal getting a fairly routine win was that there was 2,000 fans at the Emirates gym yes um, and they were they were they were every one of them was clapped by the
1: stewards when they came into the ground which was quite nice that is a nice touch isn't it mm-hmm. and it's funny like i don't know if you, i don't know if you guys um had the same thing but um the crowd noise sounded weird when arsenal scored the first goal and i was like oh it's because it is because it's real yeah but it's funny
2: you, mean, yeah. you get used to the, the fake stuff or the the lack thereof mm-hmm. um it felt a bit like um drinking a full fat can of Coke after only having Diet Coke for a while. <laughs> yeah, taste guess is it very did. noticeable. I guess it it's a very noticeable taste. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you were talking about Scatman, and exactly at me like that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's,
1: and it's, I stand by that. The, the things you miss, like um, just the crowd shouting man on. Hmm. Yeah, just, like, stuff little like Little bits and pieces like that. And also, I think you could see maybe this is um, maybe this is us projecting onto it but Arsenal seemed energised by having the crowd behind them their their play had a lot more a lot higher tempo than we've been used to from them Mm. Mm. yeah Arteta said they
0: made a huge contribution there was only 2,000 but it felt like it it, it felt and sounded like a lot more sort of generic joke about Arsenal fans being quiet shout
2: out to um as I now would like us to call him a Gubbosaurus, yeah, because he contributed hugely to a massive gubbing for uh-huh. Arsenal. He got a glorious welcome. Great to not. see him, though. No, yeah, yeah. mascot. That's the thing. You whichever see. one he is, when we- <laughs> whichever one it is, isn't there? Whenever you- it's good to see Özil still making a contribution. I was about to say his all. employers <laughs> obviously yeah.
0: not giving him the night off, and nor should he.
2: But I-, I read something earlier today about fans going about the stadium. I think there was an interview in one of the newspapers from a fan who had been to this Arsenal game. And they made a really good point, and it's something that maybe has been perhaps a little bit lost after everything that all football fans have been through over the last year. Is that it's not just about the game itself, right? It's the rituals of of mm-hmm. going meeting your friends or going to the pub or, mm. or whatever it may be. Now I know some of those things still aren't available to to football fans, but the whole routine and ritual of going to watch your team play mm. is a lot more than just the game, right? Yeah. So people might find that they've missed a lot more than they actually realise mm-hmm. that comes along with going to watch their team. And I hope that the guys who went to the to the game last night, to all 2,000 of the, the fans uh, enjoyed it, and I hope it's a sign of of many more things to come. And I hope we can stay on top of it because it's a really, really big part of the culture, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it
0: really is. And and uh, what a goal to uh, to welcome them back into the stadium. Mm. I mean, even one can say, well, it was quite straight down the. Down the barrel of the goalkeeper and all this kind of stuff, but the it swerve and the was hit
1: wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's good to see. Yeah. because Lacazette has, uh, I think it was eight games without a goal before that, and he mm. needed one. I think you know mm. that even though there weren't a crowd there, they were somehow still getting on his back a little bit. Um, <laughs> that's how it feels because you know, sort of as you were saying last week, Luke. It's like that stuff now comes out on social media, doesn't it? Yeah. You see it on Instagram and Twitter and things like that, it, like aimed at the players a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was good. It was an energetic performance from him, and really impressive. It's it's a funny one because you would think that it would give the team confidence ahead of the weekend, but basically none of those players are going to play. Well, some of them will feature, but yeah, a lot of those players will, will naturally won't feature. So you think it just gives a lot of confidence to players that aren't going to be involved. So does that like how helpful mm. actually it's, it's is the, that?
2: It's the age, I think, though, Jim. It's like it's like a bit of a cliche, but traditionally, coaches have said probably. Or go and show me why you should be in the team. Yeah. Like, you're not being picked for a reason. Go and show mm. me why you should be in the team. And, well, uh,
1: but a bit of competition is usually healthy for a squad. Yeah. Yeah. Apart
2: from Pepe, who said, look, you can't play at the weekend because no. you're a yeah. fucking idiot. Because you're, you're an idiot. So you play yeah. tonight.
1: Although Arteta was still fuming at him over, sort of dallying over a shot at one point as well. Yeah. So he, he played really well other than that. But it's 16 goals in the Europa League for Arsenal this season, 10 in the Premier League. Mm. That is not not ideal, is
2: it? Arsenal's, Arsenal's like... Um, I mean, on the lack of that goal, just going to say very quickly, it's one of those goals where you see it first and you think, well, what a goal. Mm. And you watch it from the other angle and it moved a lot, but you were not used to, really that often to seeing keepers beat mm. from that. From that kind no, of I don't know what you mean, mm. yeah. And,
0: I, what, yeah. What, what did you think of, uh, there was a little kid in the in the crowd with the banner saying, uh, bring Mesut back. I mean... Just he should number. be a,
1: a one of, of of a number of uh, growing voices. A lot of people are saying that, aren't they? Yeah. They're saying, "Oh, I should play Ozil," but he's not in the squad, is he? So, yeah. like, when do they get to play, redo play, the squad? Play, play Messi?
0: Is it like fantasy football? Like, you get to, to the, the reset? Yeah, the wild, the wild card. card. Can yeah. he
1: play the wild card?
0: That's what I want to know. But a few people have been calling for him to get back in um, the side at some point. Paul Merson said he should be brought back in. and He said, "But if you play Ozil, you have got to play Party." He said, "If you don't play Party,
1: you don't play Ozil." I think comes up Arsenal
2: there. needs to play party as many games as possible. I yeah, definitely absolutely. agree with that. He might
1: be fit for the weekend. He's certainly been <laughs> back in training, so that's hopeful. I mean, Jim, the David is, Seaman said that,
0: Ars, that Ozil, Listen to what
2: David Seaman's exactly. got to say, uh, He yeah. said it,
0: and I, he said it with a bit of spunk as well,
1: but he said yeah. Ozil should be brought back into the side. Do yeah. you
0: think Ozil
1: has a future at Arsenal at no, all? No, but this was always going to happen, hmm. and it was always going to happen all season. Mikel uh-huh. Arteta would have known that yeah. when he left him out of the squad. I imagine that he will leave him out of the squad again in January, which is, I believe, when they're sort of re-upped. Ah. re-upped. Um, because he's just, he's clearly, he's had enough of the problems he causes. And I think, you know, we'll never really truly know how fair or unfair things have been on Ozil, because I'm not sure we'll ever get the full story. But mm-hmm. I, I, clearly he's not the future, is he, at Arsenal?
0: Could he do a Gareth Bale? And, well, I mean, he is currently doing a bit of a Gareth Bale, but then go back to his former side and then do sort of okay
1: I think he getting back I, at getting back at Real Madrid I think Jo Jay Z will get him on a free. <laughs> yeah, we t- my, my, uh, <clears> That's <throat> definitely good about And them. and we'll he'll be the Urzel Whisperer. He'll <laughs> get he'll get brilliant performances out of him, he'll flourish at Spurs. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm looking forward to the North London Derby, certainly on the weekend, everybody. I, I mean, not. <laughs> well,
2: you, 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 think no, you say that, pumped. but that's 100% like a one that Arsenal win. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's <laughs> like completely opposite to what you expect. Well, yeah, well Jim, you, you say
0: that. about this win for Arsenal, does it mean that much? Well, you it's know, not, does it mean that much? I understand what you important. mean. Well, you would rather they won than they didn't, quite clear. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and and a little bit of confidence, even if it's to substitutes, there's, there's still something there. Whereas, whereas Tottenham Hotspur, drawing 3-3 three, three away, uh, Lask, of course, and Mourinho's come, after the game I think there's a question of attitude which
1: I have experienced before even at Majesty United <laughs> <laughs> it's me, he can get so many digs into so mm. few words yeah. Jose it's incredible
0: I, I love it I mean that's Van Hal-esque as well Van Hal's going yeah I, I know what you mean Jose I know what you mean and he said the fact that the Europa League group phase doesn't motivate some of the players I knew it yeah. and he did he, he basically saying when we go to some of these smaller places he says I know that some of the players aren't up for it empty stadiums and, and what not I'm just mm.
2: disappointed I've just Seen another picture of what Dominic Thalhammer looks like? He doesn't look that intimidating. No, I'd want him to look like a bit like Thor.
1: Yes, yeah,
2: he doesn't. He just looks like a kind of accountant. Okay. that's a shame yeah disappointing uh-huh.
1: maybe he's really handy around the house
2: so, yeah maybe So sorry Marcus I wasn't listening to the question um, some
1: yeah. of Spurs' players have got a poor attitude course, oh is that right Jose's piping up all the time though, yeah. isn't he? some of them are really bad at saving shots wow is that, I mean, is it that wasn't... fair is that
0: a dig at Joe Hart <laughs> yeah <I> mean, <laughs> I, in outrageous. a way it's
1: three digs at Joe Hart <laughs> no the
0: third goal was two, two I'd say <laughs> I'll give you two yeah, yeah. third goal was a lovely one by
1: the third one you you got to be a bit more aware of them shooting from distance because you keep fucking up haven't you to be fair, he made some good saves early on, but I suppose you can't bank them when the goal's going. He made going. a
2: really good save before the he first, did. Um, last goal, but it wasn't a vintage night at the office for Joey Hart, it was it? it? That's no, that
1: absolutely it, it fell short of the standard he expected yeah, himself. You
2: always say that, Jim. <laughs> he always says it. He
1: hasn't said it for a while. No, I think he he's... said
2: it once in like 2010. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think he's going, no, this is
0: the standard I have now. <laughs> yeah, um, but, yeah. but, but Spurs, though, you know, they, they could do something in the Europa League. I mean, to be fair, I, I, I take what sort of... Jose saying, you know, poor attitude is is not what you want to see ever, even if you're going into smaller games. But with a team like Spurs, you know, some of those players recently played in a Champions League final, um, they that you would expect them to grow into this tournament. They, I mean, they could win the, yeah. the Europa League for crying out loud; they, they could do well. Absolutely. But they 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 face Arsenal next. Mm. Um, Eric Dyer has said, uh, "Mikel Arteta is the most
1: exciting young coach in the league." They're all being like coached in shithousery by. They? <laughs> yeah. That's what this is. I'm completely, yeah. it's very clever. Actually, I don't know if I've noticed this before that he, he's he got his lieutenants, hasn't he? And Eric Dyer has clearly won. He's, oh, we he's said this been before. He's a huge fan of he Eric Dyer. Since, he loves It's like his Man United days, yeah. weirdly isn't he? He, he loves him a long Well, we time. knew it.
0: As soon as Mourinho came along, we were like, right, well, Dyer's definitely in. And Winks is going to get even less football than he did. There's, there's some
2: footage in the Amazon documentary where you can see Mourinho and Xiao uh, Sacramento looking at Eric Dyer and they're both saying, oh, "He's a great player." He's yeah, yeah. he just loves. He just loves yeah, He him. does. Yeah, Talk to me a... in Portuguese, Eric. <laughs> but there's me of, the, of the old country. <laughs> <laughs> there is a point. Let's get some wine out. We haven't trained yet. Let's get some wine out.
1: There's a point in the documentary as well when he says, "You know, they need to know when to be mm-hmm. le- typical Spurs players." Let's yeah. say, yeah, uh, and clearly, clearly. Guy is doing that, isn't yeah. he's got off the pitch, and they're coaching it in fair play, I suppose, where it's due. But um, well, jo- he-
2: Jose Mourinho did respond to that, he was asked about that, and he said, Oh, you know, there's lots mm. of good young coaches around. He, d- he didn't really rise to it.
1: Well, he said, He said uh,
0: about Arteta, he won an important competition that you cannot deny. Mm. <laughs> Correct, <laughs> yeah. Um, did he really win it though? It was like a Roberto Di Champions League sort of situation. Um, to be Arsenal coach, you have to be good. But I want to respect the other coaches I do not
1: know well. Yeah. What does that mean? Nothing, Jim. Yeah, it doesn't mean, yeah, anything. It doesn't mean anything, does it? <laughs> and now we're talking about that. But I think, and his I Instagram. Think, I
2: think for Mourinho. He's probably more...
1: on the Arsenal training ground, literally right now, going, What does that mean? I think from What's Mar- he on about? From
2: Mourinho's point of view, though, he's, it's a shit house question to be asked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of your players has said that the Arsenal coach is a good coach. Great. Mm. So, what are you telling this for? It's the worst question since that guy from TalkSport asked Mourinho to follow him back on Instagram.
0: Oh, God. Was that uh, not a question? It's more of a demand.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mourinho just didn't even respond. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and then he just went, "All right, I'll ask you a question. Yeah, okay.
0: It was was poor. I I, I think that this um, is an interesting one. I mean, what do you think, Jim... um, of, of Arsenal and the sort of lack of creativity. Ian Wright has been calling for Willian to be swapped for Reese Nelson, saying that Willian's a bit negative, which is surprising because one can immediately think of Willian scoring great goals, you know,
1: mm. being very quick and so on, but
0: he hasn't done a lot no, at he hasn't. Arsenal.
1: It's not It's like he's left a yard of pace at Stamford Bridge almost. Mm. Like He's he's not really affecting games. He's got three assists, but two of those were on the opening day against Fulham, and obviously they were, they were far from up to speed <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Um, so... I think Nelson's been very good in, in the, the, what I've seen of him this season, so I think that's, that's fair. But, I mean, Arteta really, really wanted him, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and his set-piece delivery's really good, although I guess if you've got free kicks and you constantly give them to David Luiz, that doesn't matter mm. why they do that. I don't know. Um, do you not remember that one in the 2014 well, World is, Cal-
2: Well, <laughs> this is it. Yeah. It seems to be like... Like Roberto Carlos on the tour. Yeah. Um, but I can see why he wanted to buy William Because and I was, I was surprised at the outcry... Of people criticising that move. It's the money, I think, though. Yeah, but but that's... Yeah, but I mean... That, that's, that's, that doesn't really... What difference does that make?
1: Well, 200 grand a week for a player that's not likely to improve is a lot. And it's a three-year contract.
2: But for, every, but for every time that someone says that about a player like William, you can say, well, okay, one, look at what he's won. Look at his experience. Look at what he can bring to the younger players in the team. Mm. Look at the example he can set. Something that Arsenal were crying out for. Mm-hmm. Um, as far, I've, I've been led to believe that William's a really good pro. I don't know yeah. that. Um, it, fine, it hasn't necessarily worked out for him so far. He's not been terrible or anything. He's contributed mm. a bit. A bit. Um, yeah. But, he's but, not
1: been affecting games that, that much.
2: But the point is, Arsenal's... Shots per game, touches in the final in the penalty area, all goals, is is abysmal in the Premier Mm. League. And that's not because they've signed William. That's because it looks like Arteta's trying to shore them up at the back and make them solid and make them tough to beat. And then maybe he's gonna work on the forward. Now look, have they been tough to beat? Not really. Have they not have they stopped Mm. conceding goals? No. Mm. But that's what he's trying to do to Mm. me. And it's an overhaul of a whole club, not just a team. Absolutely. And I think William being a lightning rod for that. Is because people need something to to kind of latch onto, and they've kind of got bored of making it about Urza. I think, and it, now it, people are talking about oh, it. Was the Enright said, some, said it, by the way? There's some. That's fine. There's some truth <laughs> yeah. in that, but but some people have been critical of William. No, no, no. Yeah. I,
1: the, the, yeah, but I think I think that's been justified. I think in in a sense both of those things are actually true. And also, it's funny yeah. to me that people think Urza would come back in and be this like galvanizing figure that would lead the team because that's never the, been the player that he they need is. need to
2: forget about him. Yeah, they need exactly. To forget
1: about him and move on. Um, but yeah, I think with William. I'm hopeful that it is just a coincidental, perhaps bad patch of form or mm-hmm. adjusting to a new team because the worry was that you're signing a player who's a little bit older. He's, he's got a lot of mileage uh, on the clock um, and that he, the drop off might start now, but his injury records really, really good. He barely missed any time at all at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So that tends to be something that means players play at a higher level for longer. So hopefully, um, hopefully we'll start uh, seeing the best of him soon. Yeah. Um, is this going to be the game where Gareth Bale clicks? He um, he should have squared it to Son yesterday, shouldn't he? I think like, the penalty. <laughs> <I was laughs> like, he's not that. No Arsenal did it that time. But lack of confidence. Yeah. Do you know? What? I'm just going to pass this.
2: Yeah. When, when Arsenal did that, by the way, they were one nil up, yeah. absolutely <laughs> taking the piss. Um, yeah. Well, look, when Mourinho said something interesting about him. I think it was Mourinho. Someone said it. I'm fairly certain it was Mourinho. So he's worried about his injuries Mm. didn't say he's injured Mm. he's worried about his injuries Mm. and that could that could sort of speak to perhaps a a larger psychological problem or you could look at it and say it's been a really weird year anyway Mm -hmm. it's been a really difficult patch for him because he's not played an awful lot and he's still coming up to speed and Andy called it I think right when he said look Bale's a player who needs probably seven, eight, nine games in a row Mm. And and it's difficult to see him getting that at the moment because Spurs are the team they are and they're doing well so Part of me thinks just because I've watched football for a very long time that this will be a 1-0 win to Arsenal. Mm -hmm. And everyone will be like, what? How is that even possible? I mean, actually, Spurs are a better team. They are a better
1: team in better form um, with a manager who is, you know, is so good at figuring out Arsenal. Um, And I I would love um, for your um, prediction to come true. But I am reticent to back it myself. Indeed. Well, we're looking forward to that one, Jim.
2: Yeah, we are. And uh, by the way, there's a brand new episode of On the Continent out now, I should say. Got to get that plug in there. Uh, This week, uh, Dotton and Andy were joined by David Cartilage to unpack... They aforementioned Real Madrid's woes after they slumped to yet another Champions League defeat in midweek. Maybe it, maybe it should have kept Gareth Bale. And they also asked what was going on with Eden Hazard, who again hobbled off with injury last weekend. And David gives his insight on Manuel Pellegrini's Real Betis, mm. uh, who only joined in July. But the West Ham slide already seems to be setting <laughs> in, sadly. However, head over to Football Ramble Presents now. And subscribe. Just search Football Ramble Presents wherever you get your podcasts. I wonder if we should... It's David Cartlidge. He is a Brit, mm-hmm. but he's an expert on Spanish football. Let's start the campaign now to start calling him David. Yes. Because yes. if we're calling David Moyes, David Moyes, yeah. because he spent two minutes in Spain, <laughs> David Cartlidge should be called David Cartlidge. David Moyes. Opinion.
0: All right. Well, maybe we'll mention David Moyes after the break.
1: I'm quite a placid guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Animal Preview Show sponsored by Betway, everybody. <sighs> oh. oh Royston. Right, time for this...
1: Hi everyone, we've got an email from Ian Grieg and he says simply Hi guys, in response to the story about the kid not getting the French national team signatures he wanted, I have a story about getting signatures I didn't want, <laughs> ungrateful one I think Luke would appreciate back in 1990, back in the 1990-91 season, after falling in love with football following Italian 90 my uncle, who is a Southampton season ticket holder for life, invited me to the Dell for a home game. My 10 year old self was excited but realised I didn't know any of the players and didn't even really Care for this team. As a surprise, my uncle had graciously managed to get me the signatures of all of the first team, including club legend Matt Letitiae and future all time Premier League goalscorer Alan Shearer. Ooh. I have no memory of the game at all, and on getting home from the game, decided I didn't really like Southampton and didn't want the notebook of signatures. I threw this notebook of signatures <laughs> in the bin. Vish esque level sort of like <laughs> As of heel behaviour. Behavior. Yeah.
2: Matt Atissio's probably got a conspiracy theory about that. He will have, yeah. yeah, yeah. Notable conspiracy theorist and ex-footballer yes, Matt Atissio. That's right, probably. yeah. This reminds
0: me of a story. <laughs> I love, that, so ungrateful. Yeah, that. yeah. There's somebody, uh, we, we mentioned this before, I think it was uh, a story from a friend of the Ramble, Rupert Fryer, who said that, uh, a friend of his, who's he's a bit sort of Keegan-esque, this guy, he's a bit unlucky. Uh, but things happen to him and he's, he's just very unfortunate. <laughs> and uh, they were at an England game at Wembley years ago when England played a friendly against Portugal when I think Alan Sheehan Scored in that game, and they all ran down to get Eusebio's signature. And Eusebio was there, and he signed a load of them. And he got to uh, Rupert's mate because Eusebio, you know, obviously he's just, can you use his full name, please. Eusebio and Coyle. Eusebio and Coyle. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, he was sort of moving along the line. But obviously, he was going up the tunnel, so he was signing a few signatures. And he got to Rupert's mate, and he went, oh, can "I can have a signature." And he just went,
2: "No." And walked <laughs>
0: It's Just like in this guy's so unlucky, better.
2: yeah. My friend, I might have told this story before. My friend waited for hours outside a golf club because it was a charity golf tournament, mm. and there were a lot of Arsenal players there. This is back in the day, and um, he waited for hours and hours. And as the Arsenal players start to come out, the first player to come out was um John Jensen. Oh, yeah, and he said, Can I have your autograph, please, John? John just went, No, fuck off, oh no, which made my friend cry, yeah, and then he. Wasn't, did, he, could, did that could, happen?
1: Call, told him to fuck off. He was a tough tackler in every, in every aspect of life. Fuck off.
2: I'm, ta- I'm telling you. Right. Don't make me say the F word again on this show, please, Marcus.
1: <laughs> you're flying up the swear word table.
2: Um, and yeah. what about this? Hello and greetings from Potsdam in Germany. Continuing the theme of dad behaviour at football matches. Now nah, we like this. We have yes. to keep this going. Oh yeah. If you're listening out there, you know the um, you know the jingle, Dad. Behaviour at football matches is what we want to hear about. Show at footballramble.com. Tom says, I thought I'd share this one from my dad. Before moving to Germany for work, I was a Watford season ticket holder for almost 20 years. To his credit, my dad bought us both season tickets for a few years and would drive us there every week. Sure, he'd want to beat the traffic, in quotes, every game, even though we only live five miles away, (laughs) but he'd let me walk down the road and meet him somewhere quieter than the car park after the game. Anyway, we'd always get to games early, and I'd go down to the tunnel to meet away team players like Alan Shearer, Michael Owen, Teddy Sheringham, Um, and it was from that tunnel that I once looked back at my seat and for some reason saw my dad playing the recorder. yes. That irritating instrument many of us had to bash in at primary school. <laughs> Unbeknownst to us all, he decided he'd learn to play it. Where? How's he done that? How's he got it in there? Yeah. How do you... Wait, Up his sleeve, probably. Yeah. Just, just, no, but, I, <laughs> no
0: that, but... How's he learned to play this thing without his family knowing?
2: So said, My dad, for some reason, decided Vicarage Road was the place to get his practice in, away from my mum's attention. Fortunately, musical talent does not run in the family, and he's soon been that idea, and we've never spoken about it since. Very odd. So are you...
1: Incredibly odd. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you look through the Football Ramble win box and you think, this story is a lie. Yeah. This one's too weird to be a yeah, lie. Exactly. It's too specific.
2: I like to think that maybe at this, at, at, at this point in, in the year, perhaps this weekend, Tom and his dad are up in the attic getting the Christmas decorations down, and out of one of the boxes falls a recorder, bangs on the floor, they look mm-hmm. at each other. Nothing mm-hmm. is said, mm. and they carry on about their day. Yeah. It is a recorder of which name must never be spoken. <laughs>
1: yeah. Although, actually, you know Everton come out to um, the theme from Z-Cars, don't they, yeah. famously? Quite a whistly theme. Sure. Yeah, a guy I know uh, who is a Watford fan told me that Watford certainly used to do that in the past, and this might even be around the same time. So maybe eventually he did learn a different instrument, a different wind instrument. I'm sure it's a transferable skill, and that's actually him.
2: Well, you say that, and I, I'm led to believe part of the reason kids are taught to play the recorder it's because it is exactly that—a gateway instrument. Mm. It's kind of a way to feel your way around how, you know, the pitching goes and how the how you can play the notes that you can perhaps move on to. I don't know something a bit more atheist, like the saxophone, <laughs> <With> the decks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't get. The, I mean, they're all doing that at school these days. Oh, Bob, absolutely! All oh, happy just slapping just decks,
1: happy slapping decks, push pops, <laughs> super soakers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nerf.
2: Nerf yeah remember that they're still
0: relevant still Nerf guns
2: them. still get them oh, yeah, what were so. you going to say um,
0: I just find it odd that yeah that he would practice at Vicarage Road and that he would be allowed to practice yeah, the record of yeah. Vicarage Road I mean go to a go to a noisy place because you know if you do any sort of rubbish bits then it won't be obvious It's
2: a r- I mean it is obvious when I mean, you're holding a true. fucking recorder and yeah, a football.
1: I'm not having it Jim mm. it's like the guy brushing his teeth it's no, we, yeah, no, that, weirder that, than that though isn't it much because weirder you, than that that's how you. weird it is it's Noisier. much weirder
2: well, than that people often say that
1: like starting out in stand-up comedy <laughs> it's like learning an instrument in public but yeah, but the why actually do that? <laughs> like, why, why actually learn an instrument in public? Yeah, I just want to take a moment remembering that guy brushing his teeth. At yeah, it was Ridge. great, wasn't
0: it? It's one of the
2: greatest moments of the Premier League. So if yeah. you've got any examples of dad behaviour mm. at football matches or anywhere else, let's be honest. Yeah. Musical
1: dad behaviour, if possible. Yeah, yeah right. uh,
2: show at footballramble.com. That would be really handy. Love, a Love to that. hear from that.
0: Gentlemen, let's go back into uh, the Premier League. Chelsea face Leeds. Uh,
1: Chelsea and Leeds have a, a bit of a weird rivalry, don't mm. they? an historic Absolutely. rivalry. I would love mm. the cameras to um turn off the HD for this one. Mhm. Get old cameras in. Make this look like the 70s. <laughs> and cut that pitch up. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chelsea have
0: 134, Leeds 39 in this very intense uh, rivalry. And this is the type of game we want to see fans back at um, in yeah. due course, of course. Um, and West Brom goalkeeper Sam Johnson, he's desperate for, for fans to return to, to Premier League games f- like this. He, he spoke about um, the the, uh, the the Birmingham derby he once played in and he said, I do love games like that. Hostile. You're running over in the second half to your goal and the abuse you get. Coins thrown out, your pies thrown out, your bottles of piss thrown out. Yeah. It's crazy, <laughs> but I quite enjoy it, weirdly. There's West again, Brom what, goalkeeper
2: <laughs> not, not, he's not going to be involved in this.
0: No, he plays for West Brom. You're well, talking about fans coming back in general, yeah. but I love that. Just coins, pies, bottles, a bit, whatever you've got, <laughs> throw it at me. It's
1: weird, isn't it? Because it does, it does really read like a plea for people to throw piss at him. Jimmy sounds like he
0: wants to sit on a coconut shy, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't get it.
2: I yeah. don't understand. When, when I was, uh...
0: it's amazing people actually go into the effort of pissing into yeah. a bottle and then throwing it at me. Oh. I'm I'm flattered.
2: <laughs> um, so Chelsea v Leeds for the younger listeners um has a long-standing rivalry which mm. came about in the sixties, and obviously there's that famous um 1970 FA Cup final. Oh my goodness! Um But, but the whole point is, I was going to say, is Chelsea Leeds has got the rivalry's got its own Wikipedia page. Yeah, that because it's a thing, right? Mm. Um, I shouldn't have called it weird. Sorry. No, no, in... no, 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 no. Yeah. It's fine. I wasn't going to say that. What I was going to say was, there's a great quote in the Wikipedia article. Oh yeah. And see if you think. See if you have a little think and see if you can guess mm-hmm. a fan of which club wrote this. Okay, <laughs> the contrast between the clubs, which fueled the rivalry, mm-hmm. has been best summed up as Yorkshire grit versus Flash Cockney. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I don't know about you, but I reckon that might have been a Leeds United fan, yeah, right? That's that. a person who has never been to Kensington. <laughs> <laughs> flash You don't cockney. get many flash con- cockneys in Chelsea, do you? People think that L- a cockney is a Londoner yeah, a, yeah, yeah. or just a southerner in some cases. That is true, yeah.
0: Meeting
2: three, veg, you flash git.
0: <laughs> to be fair, though, does Frank Lampard sort of sum that up for a lot of Leeds
2: fans, do you think? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. we'll see. But I, I, I'm hoping it will be a fiercely intense um, intensive encounter because we, we want to see it. Of course, yeah. you do. we do. We, do we want to see, you know, the equivalent of Jack Charlton being headbutted or headbutting someone else. Do we want to see <laughs> kung fu challenges? Or well, Billy yes, Bremner? Actually, is. yeah, we do. Bottles actually. of flying
1: urine, or no.
2: flying
0: bottles of urine. rather. we don't. We don't in, officially. We don't want to see that. Mm. Ask, no. us, ask us unofficially. We'll no. give you a different <laughs> answer. <laughs> yeah. Off the record, and,
2: and it's also worth pointing out that the uh, when when the great Marcelo Bielsa got mm. busted for spying. yeah that was against Derby County, of it course, was. managed at the time mm-hmm. by Frank Lampard. That's why right. so they're, they're
0: up against each other again.
2: It's a subtext.
0: Yeah, Lampard was a little bit annoyed at that. You remember when Bielsa did that whole kind of, look, here, here's all my uh, here's all my workings for my tactics. Yeah. And like six hours later, they were still in there and he was going
1: yeah. through it all.
2: It was a spreadsheet on an overhead projector. Yeah.
1: and uh, That translator really, really earned his money. Oh man? my goodness. What well, we think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be like that one at Chelsea. Remember that
2: guy? Yeah, He's
0: still knocking around the club. I think someone emailed in about him a few years ago when, uh, who was the manager? Would it have been Ranieri? It was Ranieri, I think it's so, When yeah. Ranieri would sort yeah. of, you know, as you would expect, you've got quite a full answer and he would just look at look like a <laughs> rabbit in headlights yeah. and go, well, Claudio says
1: it was a game of two halves. <laughs> Dilly-dong, dilly-ding. Yeah. <laughs> We just spoke <laughs> before, before that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was the wrong way
2: around. No, before, I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh dear.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it'd be interesting to see uh, tactically what well, happens. Well, yeah.
2: Chelsea are a good team, uh-huh. and and they've they've been great form, particularly defensively. Tim Sherwood with A Levels. Um, yeah, that was a that was a quote. <laughs> I think it still kind of works. Well, Branislav Ivanovic has
0: been full of praise for his former teammates, and especially about his managerial career so far. And he said he could become England manager one day. Yeah. Come yeah, on, it's I mean, possible. Just,
1: he's just been put on the spot there, isn't he? Oh, he, he has just, He's gym. just got e- dead oh, air oh, to That spill. is a very brief highlight from what he was saying about Lampard. Um, but, uh, but it is interesting. But it, would we call this the Patrick Bamford derby? Or is that a stretch? I think uh, given that it's got its own Wikipedia page because of the previous beef, I think it's going to, it's really, Patrick Bamford is really going to have the ghost on to make this his own. Is is, is Bamford, does he personify that Yorkshire grit? No, if anything, he he personifies what Chelsea is actually like in a Mm. way. Yeah, that's true. That is true, yeah. I mean, I don't think... He, did he play at all at Chelsea? Is no, I don't think, think he did in, in a long time. Yeah,
0: exactly. But uh, is he still contracted there? <laughs> you know, yeah. It's one of those ones, isn't it? I think this is going to be a good game. I, I thoroughly uh, look forward to it. Um, speaking of derbies, it is uh, the David Moyers derby, also on the weekend. West Ham United versus Manchester United. Paul Ince derby, you know, make what you will. Um, I
2: wish I could have got stuck into Fred yesterday on yesterday's show. <laughs> That was so gone. poor. Is Fred <laughs> going to play? It's Friday,
0: Luke. Treat yourself. It's yeah. so
2: poor. I just thought it was so irresponsible. He was angry
0: as Michael Owen. Is Michael did Owen, Owen still get angry? angry? But, did he get angry about Michael it? Michael Owen. He went from with the Fred headbutt the other night, and if you can call it a headbutt, I don't like a head. Can we call these things mm. a
2: headbrush? Well, I mate, Lars Ivetson, mm. um regularly found on, on the continent over on Football Round Presents said that if you look at the wording of the laws, mm. you can probably make an argument that, that isn't ascending off. Mm. But, but I think the referees tend to interpret it a certain way yeah. don't
0: they well Michael Owen he went from there wasn't much in that but it is a red card mm, right. fair enough to you don't have to do these petulant little things to put your team at risk true and then he's gone too far he said if I was the manager of one of my players
1: this he wouldn't play for me again it's pathetic really <laughs> Was he watching a movie while this happened getting more and more
2: irate <laughs> Imagine if Fred
0: never played for Manchester United again because of that <laughs> What was he talking about And also we have to that's Just, not, no, no That's no. not
2: the biggest leap here The mm. biggest leap here is Michael Owen is Man United manager
0: <laughs> I, Well he said if he was
2: one of my players If, yeah. if, if I was a, a professional football player mm. and Michael Owen was the manager and said you'll never play for me again mm. Good
1: yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. I'm off. <laughs> Can you imagine Man United giving, giving a manager a job just because he was pretty good off the bench for them? Mm. You, just, you just wouldn't see it, would Uy. you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you do you think do you think that the, the, the pressure's starting to build now, right? The pressure's starting to build on um on, on Solskjaer. And is this a game where if United get beaten, mm-hmm. It's going to get worse and worse every time. We're still in that phase? Or do you think because West Ham are a good team and because they'll be at home, it's kind of one of those things? Because it feels to me now that every time Man United get beaten, mm-hmm. he's on the chopping block, isn't he? Peter, yeah. Peter, I know it's because they're Man United, and they're a big team, but he's getting a lot of stick now. And I think the the, the way he was, as Andy, I think it was, he said yesterday, the way Solskjaer was so inactive against PSG mm-hmm. on a number of different things, not just the Fred <laughs> thing, He must understand the optics of that. He must understand that you've got to try and affect the game. You know, he he didn't try and do that at all. You mentioned that he's a young manager. What implied in that is that he's going to improve Hmm. because he's young and Mm -hmm. he hasn't done that.
0: Yeah, but that's the question. He's not going to improve, is he?
2: Well, that—that that is oh. the question. Anyone with a pair of working eyes and a brain—and I'm looking at you here, Marcus. Yeah. You possess both those things, all three of those things. Um, no, he's not going to improve.
0: Well, if he's not going to improve, then you've answered the question. The man mm. is a
2: testament to mediocrity. But what about Wayne Rooney? He's about to he stop wants asking to... me about yeah. Wayne Rooney. He ain't <laughs> On... gonna...
1: It's not—it's not relevant. Yeah, because I'm glad you've nipped that in the bud. Because this ends at Sven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you, you've got to be fair to Solskjaer, though and say that he's been in this situation a lot and he's good at getting a result when he needs one mm-hmm. to, to sort of stem the But
2: they've tide. got some good players. This is the thing, they've got some good players. It's just, it's almost a similar thing. I don't want to be unfair, but it's almost a similar thing with Lampard. Mm-hmm. Right look at the players Chelsea have brought in. Mm-hmm. right?
0: But we've seen improvement under Lampard. We've
2: definitely seen improvement and, and that's why I said it might be unfair saying that about Lampard. Mm-hmm. But, the one thing you could really attribute to, to Lampard, I suppose, is the fact that they've done so well defensively. He's brought in Tiago Silva mm-hmm. and they've shored up what was a really obvious problem mm-hmm. and a problem that dogged him at Derby. Mm-hmm. So there's there's definitely improvement there. If you're saying to me, do I think Frank Lampard will improve as a manager? Mm-hmm. I'll say, of course he will. Will Solskjaer, I don't think he will. I think he's a, he's just mediocre. It's mm.
0: interesting you mentioned Derby there. Because... Yeah. Um, Wayne Rooney. They're looking for a new manager. <laughs> John Terry and Wayne Rooney. Job
2: swap, you know.
0: Wayne Rooney and Solskjaer. I'm just saying that, that, that Sir Alex Ferguson and David Moyes both managed Manchester United, famously and infamously. Both have been speaking to Wayne Rooney about what's going on at Derby.
2: And so, what's so his... it's
1: like it's sort of the devil and, the, and the, the angel on his shoulders, in a way.
2: Which one's which?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, presumably he knew when one of them was arriving. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> but <laughs> Barker, you 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 like Fulham, right? They're your they're your boys, right? If they they made a change of manager Mm. because Scotty Parker wasn't doing the business... Well, he is, isn't he? But listen, it's a flight of fancy, I know. (laughs) Would you be happy if Solskjaer took the reins? Uh,
0: To be honest with you, I think uh, Solskjaer would actually do quite a decent job at a lower end of the table or mid table League side. Like
2: Cardiff. Yeah,
0: like, just like Cardiff. <laughs> no, I, th- I think he might do okay actually because teams like that as you saw what they did against Leicester sometimes you need a bit of defensive stability to sort of hit teams on the break and so on and that's mm. that's his yeah. sort of style of play. I think that that Solskjaer we don't really know that much about him as a manager outside the context of Manchester United. I don't know Cardiff City fans will have there. Well
2: though. he's managed 380 games. Yeah. It's not it's not like he's you know he's not Brand new, yeah. Mm. Anyway, wow. fucking boring. Anyway, Solskjaer <laughs> <laughs> nothing interesting about this.
1: This game is quite interesting because um, West Ham and, and Man United are in identical form in the Premier League. They've both won the last three, um, lost the one before that, and drew the one before that. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's quite interesting. That little bit of symmetry, and uh, obviously David Moyes will be out to to um, we'll get a win, won't he? I thought you were going to say get revenge. Yeah, why not? Yeah, get revenge. Exactly.
2: Exactly. I'll be yeah. I'll I'll be I'll be fascinated to see if Cavani starts the game. He's starting to get into mm. a position now he's forcing his way in, isn't he? And Rashford's not not necessarily gonna be fit. So um I and you can't really question or argue with what Cavani's done, you know, since he since well. he's come in. What do you mean he's done he's done great? On the pitch, you oh, got yeah. on the pitch. Oh yeah, well, obviously, yeah. Fine. Fair <laughs> point. Um, but uh, this could be a this could be a really well, it is gonna be a tricky game for for for, for May United mm-hmm. because West Ham are in decent nick, as Jim's already said. Um let's go 4 to score, because we are pushed four time now. It's time for Betways Four to score. Entry to Betways Four to score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. Um, We've not been in brilliant form recently. I started off the season okay. Mm. I've kind of dropped off. Marcus, you've had a terrible time of it, but you're up first again because you will still get back on that horse to your to your eternal credit.
0: Absolutely, um, game Little one,
2: game, <laughs> pony. Game one is uh, Sheffield United v Leicester City. It's Sunday at two fifteen. Mm-hmm. Who have you gone for?
0: It's Jamie Vardy, the man to get me back on
2: that pony. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a high percentage play. Yes, it's good for you. Uh, game two is Spurs v Arsenal. Sunday at four thirty. Jim Campbell. So I've gone
1: for a slightly. Um, what may appear to be a slightly out of left field pick. I know Jose Mourinho has been saying that Harry Kane might be a doubt. That's probably mind games. But you've got to take it into account. And often in games like this where there's a lot riding on it, you get quite an unusual goal scorer. I know what you mean. Um, so I'm going to go for Eric Dyer. Okay. Blimey. All right. Okay. Interesting. Possibly from a set piece. Well, you know, almost certainly from a set piece. You're not going to start him up front. Maybe he
2: will. For what, just it's, mess worth, with us. For what it's worth, I think Harry Kane will play. Mm. I think he will. We didn't cover it earlier, but I think he will play. Mm. Do you think he'll play?
0: I think Dyer's gonna get the first game. There
2: goal. we go. Game three is Liverpool V Wolves. That's a good one as well. Sunday evening. Um up for that pick is Mr. Andy Brussel, and here's what he had to say. Hello, Ramblers. Andy here. So uh Liverpool versus Wolves. Uh yes, Liverpool immensely strong at home, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. However, um they did have a particularly exacting uh Champions League game in the week. Uh the injury list is absolutely huge. And so for that reason, I'm going to um, pick my Portuguese favourite of the moment, Daniel Podent. I mm. think he's going to come up with a shot goal. Not saying Wolves going to win, but of course on fourth score, it's all about the first goal scorer. And I reckon Wolves might catch him cold early on with some of those Arsenal from last weekend vibes. Thank you for that, Andy. So it's worth pointing out, actually, that uh, Liverpool might have up to 11 players missing Lovely. through injury or other reasons I think it might even just be through injury actually Um, yeah it is uh, crazy but Daniel Pudence is Andy's pick for the Sunday night game between Liverpool and Wolves Liverpool's home record is astonishingly good though Mm -hmm. Uh, Game 4 Brighton v Southampton. that's a Monday night game that's my game and I've picked that guy Danny Welbeck yeah for the Mm. South Coast derby a South Coast derby. Um, fiercely contested by two huge clubs. Weird rivalry. Uh, really weird, actually, yeah. Um, two bald men fought over a comb. Uh, Danny Welbeck is my pick. So, to sum it up, uh, our four picks for four to score this week with Betway. Jamie Vardy, Eric Dyer, Daniel Pedence, and Danny Welbeck. Make sure your selections are submit before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. You must be aged, okay. aged 18 or over uh, and do gamble responsibly. Jim put me off with his little little cough then. Um for more information on that, head to Uh That's it.
0: There we Four are. score. And now it's time for what, Luke?
2: This. It's one of those games that's quite difficult to explain, but you'll get it as soon as you start hearing it. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's time for Luke's game. On my right, the people's champion. Oi, Cruelly robbed of the lineal title <laughs> last week cruelly. in a barn burner. In a barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, Marcus Spelling. Marcus, how are you feeling after last week's disappointment?
0: I'm feeling fine. Yeah, Vish has been piping up a lot on Twitter. Yeah, yeah I they? really don't. I want everybody to know I don't care about this. Yeah, exactly. Excellent work. Mm, <laughs> excellent heel <Yeah. hill> work.
2: <laughs> have you have you seen have you seen a kind of decline in numbers on Marcus mounts? No, you no, no, no more.
0: If anything, more. Yeah, well, I British think, people will love a try, don't they? They do. <laughs> and, uh, and I think uh, that the the people people have been angered by Vish. Yeah, and so they've they've they've. They've got themselves... They want to be known. They want their voice to like, be known. Is he not right like the as
2: John well. McEnroe?
0: He's like uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Okay. And I'm like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Confusing. Um, so, and to my left, a contender who has proven himself to be something of a dark horse over the months mm-hmm. so far. Previous champion himself, absolutely, let's not forget, Absolutely. It's Jim Campbell. Yeah,
1: yeah. you'll notice um, that I've actually come dressed as the studio. You yeah, have actually, today. yeah. You, like, you look exactly done, like the
2: studio. Yeah,
1: and my, my colour scheme matches the the walls and the floor. And the reason I've done that uh, is because it's all about incremental marginal gains here. Mm. And yeah. I want, I'm baffled. I want Marcus yeah. to think that I'm just a floating head. Because yeah. if you saw a floating this head, you think fair. that's probably clever. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. this that is a thing. performance. How's it, it doing to? that? Yeah, you shouldn't so, have said it, though. Now <laughs> well, I kind of clocked it. But I, I think, you know, you and I both know Luke, that Marcus is fundamentally quite mentally uncomplicated. So I think
2: <laughs> I, Marcus. I, think I, say, I
1: don't think, I don't
2: that, I think that will I don't negate know whether that's it. Whether that's good or bad, Marcus. I, I think that's <laughs> a, disgraceful, a case in point. I think that's disgraceful. <laughs> I completely agree that it is disgraceful.
0: Yeah, I um, don't know whether I'm being slagged off or not. <laughs> he is
2: Well, what you do know, boys, what you both do know is that to be um, successful in this game, you yeah, need yeah. your fire in your belly and yeah, your head, head in the freezer. freezer. There we go. And on that bombshell, <laughs> let's get on with this. Now, my algorithm tells me, not only does the algorithm select the players, it obviously tells me who goes first. It's normally, in a, in a, in a title bout, it's very easy mm. because the champion always goes second. No belts here. This is based on ranking. <laughs> this is kind of like to try and jostle for position to be yes, number one contender yes, 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 yes. Um, and it's told me that Jim's actually going first Jim's first right. Jim's first <clears throat> this time around um, five players you know the drill here we go the first players played for 12 clubs in total oh he retired goodness. in 2017
0: it's always your heart sinks when yeah. you're 12 <laughs> you want yeah. like
1: five yeah. but <laughs> you, just, you get annoyed at them Specific <laughs> if he <laughs> yeah. How yeah. Do you do get one
2: it's so itinerant annoying <laughs> right first player 12 clubs Yakubu oh Gordon you yeah. like that like to hear his name? Welcome, welcome mention for him on the show. Mm. God, that is a tough one. It is tough.
1: <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Twelve clubs, one. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly.
2: Marcus is. Um, uh, Jim's respectfully closed his laptop. Marcus doesn't have any electronic devices available to him on that basis. Mm-hmm. Thank you for buying um, me that time. No. <laughs> now, I need I need a number um, from you because as ev- right. as ever, our listeners are the most important thing. I am going to go with three. Marcus, do we hear? Anything more from you on that? That
0: is... That's is that the, in the sweet spot, is, is it? the sweet spot, yeah. yeah. Tactically very good, Jim. Very good, Jim. Um, ah, come on. You want four? Do I, I want four? I think four. people
2: want to see you bounce back after last week, so they'd probably be very happy for you to go four.
0: They'd be very happy for that, wouldn't they? This is ridiculous. Twelve bleeding clubs. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Bloody Yakubu.
2: Okay, I need a number from you now. I'm going to hand it to Jim.
1: Get Jim to do his three.
2: Okay, Jim, I need three from you. Three clubs, one at a time, that Yakuba was turned out for in his 19-year career.
1: Wow. So, uh, first off, Everton? That's
2: correct. I believe West Brom? Oh. <sighs> Sorry, mate. That's a point to Marcus, I'm afraid. See,
1: I had three. I was going to go Middlesbrough go as the other one. Yeah,
2: Middlesbrough is correct. Oh, okay,
0: Middlesbrough. So I forgot, I had Everton, Portsmouth and Reading.
1: Portsmouth, yeah. of course he played for Portsmouth, you yeah. dickhead,
0: Jim. Reading was the other one because I remember he, t- he came back, but I, I couldn't remember the Chinese club that he played
2: for. Okay, well, I'll run, I'll run you through them now. Maccabi race started. Oh, yeah. Uh, he went to Hapoel, Kafar, Saba on loan. Then he went to Portsmouth, Middlesbrough, Everton, Leicester City on loan. Ooh. Blackburn Rovers, Juan Al Ryan, Reading, Kaysera Sport, and then he came out of retirement a little stint, just three appearances, I think, at Coventry City. Um, So that's... why. West Brom's
0: one of those fair shouts where you go...
2: I could see him in a West Brom shirt, but unfortunately you're you're incorrect there. Um, So the the next player is played for five clubs in total. Marcus is first. (laughs) Um, He's still playing, actually. No way. Uh, It's Marcos Alonso. Marcos Alonso? Five clubs in total. Okay. What's your opening bit, please, Marcus?
1: Uh... Two, Ooh, sorry, Jim. Two? No, you're not, Jim. <laughs> yeah, I well, I'll go for three, obviously.
0: Go Marcus, on, go on, do you Oh, Jim again.
1: That's a frustrating thing.
0: I know
2: what the fans are thinking. Let home. Uh,
0: I'm playing it quite defensively. There, actually, mm-hmm.
2: they're thinking. I don't think you have the facilities for that, big man <laughs> So three clubs, please, Jim. Yeah. That Marcos Alonso's played for one at a time. So of course, Chelsea.
1: Still there, bruv Bolton Wanderers. That's also correct. This one is a little bit of a stab in the dark. That's right, yeah. Um, I'm going to go for Raul Sociedad. Oh! Afraid <laughs> yeah. not, I mean, mate. That was the one.
0: It was the Spanish club I was thinking. 2-0 yeah. uh, to Marcus. See, that was one of those ones. Because I got up first, I got away with that. Mm. Because who was it? Go on. Real Madrid. Do you know Why That went through my mind. He
2: only I, went, played, uh, I only played, I think, once for them. Okay. Bolton right. right. Wanderers. Then he went to Fiorentina.
1: Yeah, I didn't remember that. And then he no. spent
2: some time on like, Sunderland. Oh! He, yeah, I wouldn't have got that. And he moved to Chelsea. So it was Real I Madrid I don't know why not
1: getting Fiorentina has annoyed me. I've just pictured that magnificent Do you know That's hit. so funny because I thought he went Bolton and then I thought he went to La Liga and then back.
2: <clears throat> no, he went to Serie a for a bit. Okay, yeah. it's 2-0 to Marcus, 3 to play. Jim, you're up first this time. You need to make a move now because mm. you're in trouble. Um, this guy retired in 2019. People will know him. They would have heard of him. Uh, interesting player, actually, I think. Good player. Uh, it's Yossi Benayoun. How many clubs? Eleven clubs. Eleven clubs. Okay. Eleven clubs in total. This took some working out, but it's eleven clubs in total, I believe. Yossi Benayoun. Play along at home. <laughs> Get your notes app out on your phone. Once again, eleven. See how clubs many you can 11. do?
1: I can definitely do four, but can I go higher
2: than that? Jim, you need to make a move here. You need to play this exactly no, no. spot on because there's no room for error now. Absolutely no room for error at all. Hmm. I feel like I might be forgetting an obvious one. Going to push you for a number now, please, Jim?
1: Uh, I'm going to go. F- I'm going to play it defensive and go four and hope Marcus stumbles. Okay. I'll go five then.
2: Okay. Do you want six? No. Okay, so Marcus, I need you for the first time today mm-hmm. to name um, a list of I need to have a go, don't I? I can't just sort sit back. That's You've fair. bid five. Yeah. Um, so please do them one at a time now.
0: Okay. Arsenal.
2: That's correct. Chelsea. That's also correct.
0: Um, West Ham. Correct. Liverpool.
2: Correct. Is it for the win? <laughs> and this is the one I'm not sure about. Portsmouth? Portsmouth, you say, for the win. Come on! What button am I going to press? <laughs> wrong, <am> going? <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> naughty. I, I was going
1: to, I would have guessed it. Um, um, uh, Hapoel Tel Aviv. I would have. It g- would have been a guess. For some reason, I just thought.
2: Did he have a little stint when Portsmouth was signing? Hapoel Beer Shavers race started. Oh. Maccabi Haifa racing Santander, West Ham, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, West Ham again. QPR. Ah,
0: QPR. Maccabi
2: Haifa. Maccabi Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, Maccabi Petah Tikva. I could have and any Beta Israeli Jerusalem club. <laughs> again. Um, so that's two one.
0: Do you know it was Paul, when you say QPR? I was like, yeah, that was it. Was yeah, one of those that, clubs. I Think it's on, on the red map. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: So this is the fourth player. Marcus, you're up first. You're two one up. If you mm-hmm. get this one, you won. Uh, he's played for four clubs in total. He retired last year. It's Robin van Persie. RVP. Jim's face is lit up there. It has, isn't it? Absolutely lit up. He got a chance to steal it and go two-two. If you don't get this right, four clubs in total, please. That's very frustrating because I think Jim's got all four. Um, Jim's not saying anything. I think a lot of our listeners will will know these. I think he's obviously a super modern player, superstar as well. Effectively. Oh, this is so poor.
0: This is so poor. I should have all four. Oh, Jim, you, I'm not 100% on all four. Could be a twist on uh, the tail. Jim, don't say spot, anything. You're <laughs> doing yourself,
2: do yourself like, a disservice.
0: Honourable man, Jim. It's like, it's like playing against the Scandinavian side. You know you're in for a tough game, but it's gonna, a fair oh, game. Am, am I, I honourable,
1: or do I just not understand yeah. mind games?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's worth thinking about. Oh,
0: again, I don't understand what you're going on about Right,
2: that. you're allowing him to stall yeah. and I've got to nip it in the bud. So I need a bid for all you, right, please. I'll go three. Three. Can you do four? Yes. I, I thought you could. Yeah. Okay, so Jim, you need to name all four players, uh, four, players four teams, sorry, that Robin van Persie's played for in his career, which went from 2001 to 2019. One at a time, please. Off you go. I'm not 100% on this, oh, here we go. But, I, but I'm going to go final. That's correct. Great. Mm-hmm.
1: Arsenal, obviously. Correct. Man United, obviously, still hurts. And this is the one, again, I'm not 100% sure on, but I I think Fenerbahce. We
2: must have oh, a decider. Yeah, correct. Well done, Thank Jim. Thank God. So, start and end his career at Firenoid, and then played the, those other three clubs in between. As you've, uh, Fenobaster
0: is you the one I just—I was a bit.
2: Yeah. Like, ah, I'll sod it. Okay, Jim's up first for the decider. It's two all. Go what? on, Jimmy. Another barn burner. This yeah. is why Marcus is the people's champion because he's regularly in these type of fixtures. <laughs> yeah, just so dramatic. Do not put a
1: barn near Marcus Speller. No, he'll burn up it up down. He will
2: burn it down.
1: You'll have to—you'll
2: have to store whatever. You, store your tractors
1: in a bunch of ash <laughs> if Spellers around.
2: Right, here we go. Uh, Jim goes first yes he does eight clubs in total retired in 2014 a very very well known player turned out for his nation as well um, eight clubs in total Wayne Bridge Wayne, Wayne Bridge Bridge-o.
1: Wayne Stamford as James Bt used to call him
2: eight clubs
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to go four okay Marcus do I hear five from you <sighs> go on then Jim, do I hear six from you? You do not. Okay, so this is from... You know that if Marcus gets these five, he wins? Yeah. Okay. Five clubs, please, Marcus, that Wayne Bridge has played for, one at a time. It's in your hands now, brother. It's to Pow China in your hand mm. to complete the 80s references for the show.
0: really regret saying I'll do five.
2: Well, you're going to have to try now. <laughs>
0: uh, Chelsea. Correct. Manchester City. Correct. Correct. West Ham. Correct. Southampton
2: start of this career they're correct one more for the win
0: Derby County
2: someone's going to win someone's going to win let me add a little bit of oh, <laughs> to that Derby County you say Derby County
1: Jim County Car- oh, Jimmy's
2: done it <laughs> two defeats in a row for Marcus Speller Damn it all Wayne Bridge has not played for Derby County he has however Marcus mm. played for Fulham of oh bloody hell! That's Southampton, really poor. Chelsea, Fulham, Man City, West Ham, Sunderland, Brighton, Hove Albion, and ended his career at Reading.
1: Reading, Reading was the one. Jim Campbell wins. Well Jim played, he's Jim. Done it, Marcus. Were you thrown by my camouflage? It's much. tactic t- you know what? think about in future. I can't even see you. Uh,
2: <laughs> who's, uh, say, who's, who's saying
0: that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know who's saying that. <laughs> He's like buzzing around me.
1: He's
2: come from nowhere. He's
0: the flea. He's like messy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, uh, Marcus, two defeats in a row. Yeah. Disappointing for you. Very disappointing. Uh, Jim, you have now beaten the guy who was the champion. You've been the champion in the past. Do you have a message for Vish?
1: Um, yeah. Uh, that uh, I, I look forward to um, embarrassing him. <laughs> Great. I, I look forward to <laughs> making him care about this. Yeah, because it's That's a disgrace that he doesn't. Mm.
2: This is the most important game for podcasting. About this. Exactly You're right. I Means are lots You're of the right. people out there, and just needs come, to know better. What
0: a comeback from Jim! Two 0 down he mm. was. I think. Great stuff.
2: Marvelous. You yeah. love to see it.
0: There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very Covered much. couple f- own goals, but you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview, sponsored by Bet. It's been an absolute pleasure. Until Monday. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Oh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you soon.